Welcome to Watch What Crappens. As you can see, we have a beautiful guest today, Anisha from Family Karma. Hello, Anisha. Thank you so much for having me. And I listened to your podcast episode on Family Karma, and I'm so grateful to you guys for talking about our show. We exist. Yes. You do exist. You guys are doing well this year, right? I mean, I feel like you guys are doing a lot better this year. I'm really glad they brought you back and it's uh, Bravo is letting you guys really grow like you should. I mean, your show deserves a lot of growth. Yeah, we are definitely a sleeper hit. I don't think people realize how good our ratings are compared really? to other shows. Wow. So. Like, so well, I'm a sleeper, so like, I really <laughs> appreciate a sleeper hit. Yeah. Um, the... Um, it's doing really well. Yeah, it's on par with like Winter House and all that stuff. I was looking. We at have the better ratings, if I may. Yes, <laughs> girl. Coming in with I mean, the statistics. Yeah, do. You guys, I mean, but, you guys are a really, a really great show. We actually, had, we first heard about you, uh, Family Karma. We were, we were talking with someone who is associated with the show, maybe about like nine or ten months before you guys ever made it to air. Wow. And uh, he was like, oh, we've got this great show coming down the pipeline, and it's called Family Karma. We met these amazing families down in Miami. It's hard. You just have to see it. So, like, when you guys came on the air, I know I personally was very excited just because I'd heard what this this person had said. And, like, I mean, you guys have a great show. It's, I think it's lived up 100% to the hype. It's exactly how you described it. We're normal people, and we're on reality TV, and we're like, we're on reality TV. Yeah, it's not like you don't. You guys don't read like reality stars. You guys read like, like, like nice people who just happen to have cameras around them, and you guys are just like nice and like funny, and which is why sometimes it's hard for us because it's like normally we just like go in on people. We're like, well, fuck them, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, we don't want to like, rip anybody a new one. Everybody's so nice, <laughs> and I have to congratulate all of you. I mean. You're the first reality cast I've ever seen that is in its third season and no one got a crazy face because that's <laughs> that's what we really look for too. It's like who's going to get the craziest face and we take bets and stuff and you guys are just like all still yourselves like there's no Brazilian butt lifts coming through. No. No. I would say that you had the best makeover but it wasn't like plastic surgery and stuff. No. You no, just I made yourself over. Pounds. I lost, lost 30 pounds. Oh, really? Everyone's like, you look different. And I talk about it all the time, but I just lost 30 pounds. And I was already slim to begin with, but I started just eating mostly plant-based. Like, obviously, I'll eat whatever at a restaurant, but day-to-day, -day, just I was getting a lot of migraines, you know, IBS, not to get too into it. But a lot of that just kind of went away on a plant-based diet. Oh, wow. gross. When did you start that? No, just kidding. Exactly. I'm like, I hate being that crunchy I, granola person because well, I'm a foodie. But now, you know, it's just, you know, migraines are tough. So it's worth it. Yeah, I do pescatarian stuff. I don't really eat fish unless I'm in a restaurant and there's nothing else, which I'm in Texas. So that is often the case. Um, but I'm still, I'm like fatter than ever. But I think it's <laughs> mostly because like, you know, pizza's a plant. 
Um, <laughs> bagels are a plant. Yeah. You know, I can still yeah. get in there. Can we just like redefine what are plants? That'll really help your entire plant-based diet situation. Where, where in Texas? Because you know, I just got married, and my husband's from Texas, from Dallas. Oh, oh, he's fancy Texas. I'm in um, like liberal hippie Texas. I'm in Austin. Okay, I'm going to Dallas in two hours. That's where I'm going. Oh, oh nice. Well, you should oh, wave to Ronnie the from in-laws. the Wait, so when did you? You got married very recently, right? I got married a month ago. Wow. And were the, was it on going to be on the show or not? I mean, it seems no. like her husband's private. Does not like it. Husband's private and also doesn't want to be on TV. But if we're being quite frank, I don't think I would have ever had a TV, TV wedding. Mm-hmm. Did it they want you to have that it on much, TV? It, it honestly doesn't seem to be that much fun to have a TV wedding. No, it's a know? lot. It's a lot. And, you know, there's cameras. And, you know, I had a small intimate wedding with 20 people in my backyard. It wasn't a five-day excursion to Mexico? No, I was like, normalize the 24-hour Indian wedding. <laughs> so now you know, you heard on the show that I have a problem with um, your husband already, okay? What the hell? What is he holding you back? So how did that happen? He knew that you were on the show, right? Obviously from dating. And was yeah. he just like, yeah, no. He said, you go do whatever the hell you want. Be on the show all year if you need to be. I just don't want to be on it. Yeah. Is, well, how does Bravo fair. feel about it? Are they trying to get him onto the show? No, I'm very grateful that, you know, it was none of that. It was more, you know, he doesn't want to be on TV. And so you can't force someone to be on TV. Oh, my but ass, that... you can't. <laughs> You've ever been to a home goods? You're always on TV. You know, just take the footage from wherever he is. The kiosk. He's well, also no, but... never really there. So even if I say, he were on the show, he wouldn't be there to film. <laughs> yeah. You just hire someone and be like, oh, everyone, this is my husband. Like a stand-in husband. <laughs> yeah. You could have your own Darren. You know, you could have your additional <laughs> cast Darren in Miami. Exactly. But, but I did move. Doesn't... I moved the week we started filming. So that was yes. tough. Did you find out like last minute that you were going to be filming? Yes, because this whole time we thought we were going to be moving to Dallas. And then he got an incredible opportunity in Scottsdale. So I found out two weeks before. How do you like oh, Scottsdale? I actually love it. It's a little bubble. It's mm -hmm. just far, but it's a beautiful place. Amazing people. Everyone's been so nice. And in my condo building, so many Bravo fans, which is really? great. Yeah, I see people all the time. I see more people here that watch Family Karma than in Miami. Well, so then, so now because you're in Scottsdale so much, I feel like you have not been on the show as much as in the first two seasons. I feel like you were actually almost like the center of the show. You were kind of like our voice of reason. You were kind of like our Bethany Frankel back in when Bethany Frankel was not a, not a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so this season, I feel like we're not seeing you as much. And I actually am really feeling like I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like I want more Anisha on the show. I mean, is this can you get on more flights? Like, how do we fix yeah, this? No, I was there. I was there a lot. But there were some periods, like two to three weeks, where like I couldn't be there. And there's more to come. You'll see why I wasn't in the last, you know, two episodes. You'll see why. There's an explanation. Oh, okay. Yeah, there better be because it's look what shady. happens. It's kind of shady. So stay tuned. Oh, really? Yeah, well, look say, what happens. FOMO about that because I, party? I could have been there. Really. So maybe you'll have to see why. Oh, I wasn't there. they're tricking you and telling you the wrong dates. Like, well, no. well did you get the wrong do, G it has, nothing, it has nothing to do with production. It's, it's 
our friend group. Yeah, that, well, I they mean, get you, shadier. You like- do you do you see that? Do you see people change as filming goes on? Because you know your lips are all the same and your boobs are all the same. But do you notice as it goes on that people's personalities really start kind of shifting with the fame and the cameras? I wouldn't say people's personality changes. I think they become exaggerated versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're themselves. They're just like themselves on a 10. And it's like, take it down a notch. <laughs> Who do you feel has, has fallen into that trap the most? And do you feel this like it's is... more in the younger or the older generation? Oh, no. The older generation is tried and true. They yeah. have no reason to BS or change. They're all in their 60s. They're fabulous. They're amazing. I'm going to say Vichelle. Mm, well, yeah. yeah, I kind of feel like that's what it was. Because I've been asked before and other people have been asked and he said Bali. And I was mm. like, she doesn't hey, seem you. to have changed. She's always been a 10. I know. Bali's like, always been I'm like, way. it's you, hon. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, like he's he's pulling probably. the he's pulling the old school like I'm gonna skip your party because of my alcoholism, which I suddenly had on the day of your party. Like he's doing stuff like that, like using real, really dramatic thing. like, things. Serious, like AA. Yeah, but like yeah. I also think that's like so shitty, considering that you guys all flew down to Mexico for days and days and probably spent a shit ton of money we spent and went to a lot so of many money. events and then he can't even go an hour away to a Airbnb even if he is <laughs> grappling with alcohol like I don't yeah. know I just I felt like and it you're was going so to see shitty. that you're going to see that unfold as well because okay, a lot of us are like what's the middle ground like we're confused just as you are yeah. Okay, good. Because you know, like I'm not, I'm not laughing because of the alcoholism part. It's just, of course not. Like in real life, we all have this situation with the friends or ourselves. We are that friend, like depending. But um, you don't do like. It's like Ronnie, you don't go on a diet the day of the cake tasting for somebody's wedding. You know, it's like right. that kind of thing. Exactly. Like, That's exactly. You know, I feel like we all have those friends who don't show up for like, like you go to every single one of their stupid parties. Yes. Not that their wedding was stupid, but you go to every one of their stupid parties. They have like a, a party because they bought a new tire for their car and you go to it. And then when you finally have something that's like actually significant and monumental, they're like, oh, you know. It's just been really tough for me today. My DVR broke yeah. and I just need to have a moment, you know? It was like after the wedding, I took them out for the dinner and he's like, I'm not drinking. I'm like, but I'm paying. <laughs> <laughs> have a drink. Yeah. And after that storyline too of him showing up to give you all that crap about you only being at the wedding three days, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I but know. then he's not going to show up to somebody, his best friend's thing. That's... Crazy. Yeah, there you go. And, now, do you th- let's be real. I flew from I flew to Cancun from Scottsdale. That's like fifty-two hours. If you had flown oh honestly to Tucson from Scottsdale, I think that's notable. Okay, because you made an effort and you spent your money to to go to something. Exactly. Okay. Um, but then, so but he was really really pissy about what I guess he said that he felt like he wasn't looped in by from you about your plans for this wedding and it just always yeah. seemed like why was he so mad was there something deeper going on do you feel no, like there was something just literally just i think he expected more from me but you have to remember i've been the single one for the past five years mm-hmm. and everyone on family karma is in a relationship so i was always the friend that was always there down to help you know you're just the ride or die you're there i was always there and me personally 
everyone's like, oh, like you ditched your friends, not cool. I'm like, okay, your girl's turning 38. I just turned 38. I had never put my personal life first ever. And so I had to do that because time was just passing. Life is passing me by. And I did want yeah. to have a partner and I'd never put my personal life first. And I hadn't dated in five years either. Season two was when I started dating. And mm. that was, you know, you saw that it was like awkward. It was weird. It was new for me. It hadn't been out there. I was with someone else for 12 years. Do you think that, um, do you think that there was something deeper in the sense? Like, do you think that Vishal was uncomfortable with you actually being in like a long-term relationship or even in season two, I feel like we saw a lot of you with Dylan and season one was very much you and Vishal. Do you think he was uncomfortable with like a changing dynamic and that was what was really fueling his frustrations? Possibly, but I'll say it's always okay when the guys do it on our show, oh, but mm -hmm. God forbid, you know, like he and Amrit can have their thing. God forbid me and Bali talk to each other, but they're, they're all doing the same thing. The girls get called out for it. Yeah, That's your show true. really has um, a lot of gossipy boys, which I think is yes, hilarious. Yes, I'm like, they're the aunties. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. They really are. Um, let's talk about a little bit about the show, how the show started. Who pitched the show? Because, you know, we know these shows are usually built off the sizzle reel, you know? Right. Who started that whole process? Well, uh, Bravo was just looking for an organic group of friends. You know, it wasn't really like Indian. It was just an organic group of friends. And mm -hmm. me and Vishal had been in touch. And so it started with me and Vishal. And then obviously Amrit. And you just. And was there like a posting? Was there like an ad posting somewhere that was like looking for friends? You know? No. No. It wasn't like that. You we just off of Instagram. Oh, oh, really? oh okay. Um, so it was you guys. So it was you and Vishal. And then you just started loading people on one by well, one Well, our friends our actual friends and you know being in this community it was really challenging to get our parents you know to be mm -hmm. on board with this you know no typical indian parents like yes i want to be on a reality show and go for it i'm here to support you Have, well yeah but they seem you like know, they love it because they all think it's like girls gone wild it's like mom you're not going to be in your bra you know what i mean exactly. they think and it's going to be something crazy i think now it it you know gives them something that they can call their own because a lot of you know the aunties you know they spent their lives taking care of us this is the first time it, they're doing something for them and i'm so glad that they're getting the love and the shine that they get mm. because you know it's exciting they've they've never had this sort of attention in their lives yeah do the and i mean we see a lot of them sort of like gathering to have sort of like ladies night or something like that and they talk whatever and that uh i'm assuming that's like all very organic like that was happening no, oh my gosh the, the amount of times there's ladies night and girls night and different groups and it's it's like twice a day they hang out more than us. Can we hang out with them? Yes. <laughs> I would like to hang out with them. Yeah, does your mom do stuff like that, Ben? My mom's at cards right now. Every time no. I call her, she's like having some girls yeah. thing, like on little day trips and they're stuff. They're living like their that. best life. Yeah. And they their little group text is going off. Every time I'm with her, I'm like, would you turn it off? Because also my mom's text tone is <laughs> it's like the ducks, you know? And it's so annoying. And it's all the volume is all the way up. And I'm like, could you please stop? <laughs> no, I feel like when I was younger, I feel like when I was when I was a kid, my mom had more of an active social life. 
But then she, um, you know, I think like when I was like in third or fourth grade, she started a business and then she really just sort of started going down that path. Okay, so and your mom's like, just a boss bitch. <laughs> she's a boss bitch. What can I say? <laughs> sorry, sorry, my mom doesn't have time for ladies' night. She's got yeah. she's a boss bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with your mom, is there still drama and stuff going? Is she still hanging out with Monica a lot when you're not there? Now that you're not there a lot I more. I think they all see each other a lot. It's just our community, you know, like, you know, we said in season one, these are arranged friendships. We're always going to yeah. be in each other's lives. Yeah, that was one of our favorite fights on your show was when uh, <laughs> in the last reunion, we were just cracking up. We were like, who on reality TV is this the fight? And the way that they put in the sound effects were like, oh, boom. She'd be like, well, I've seen your mother. It's like, oh, boom. Yeah. Well, my mother loves me. It's like, ah, I love that oh they're still God. using all those crazy Bravo sound effects. It's like, guys, chill. Hilarious. Still on the family karma cast. <laughs> where where do you stand with Monica these days? Or is that something you're not allowed to divulge? No, I mean, you see it right now. I kind of like have her back in the current situation. Mm -hmm. You know, like with what's unfolding. And, you know, I can say that I feel bad for her. Are you? Yeah. Well, bad men unite women, you know? So like, who I guess are you we closest can thank with them the, for that. Who are you closest with on the cast right now? Like, uh, is it it's still like Amrit? So or, I'm or gonna it keep it real. We Holly? all talk. We all talk every day. Okay. We all talk every day. We're on a group chat. We talk every day. It's really fun. But if I were to tell you who I tell my deepest, darkest secrets to, it's number one, Bali, and then mm -hmm. you know, Brian came into the picture because he was kind of telling me how to date, <laughs> and so that's how we became close. And my husband is Gujarati and so is Brian's mom. So we had that connection. Oh, cool. As, as your husband get along with all the whole group? Do they, so they I, you, okay, so I kept it real. When I say something, I mean it. I said, no one's meeting anyone until I'm married. Okay. So I just got married. So no like one's week... met him. Yeah. So wow, so why is that? Because I was tired of being the joke of like, oh, which guy is it this week? And so I didn't oh. want anyone to meet him until I was actually married because I was like private till permanent. No one needs so to meet So it wasn't him. like, I don't want you to meet these crazy people, you know, Not until we're married. Not at all. You know, when I would be like that. I mean, I've told my family that, you know, you're not meeting anybody. I'm, I'm, cra I'm the crazy one. I'm the most crazy. <laughs> In my friend group, I'm the crazy one. I'm In the my crazy family, one too. I'm one of the crazy ones. At BravoCon, so. they asked, you know, the group, they had like superlatives, like most. And they're like, who's the most fun? And everyone said me. So I'm like, I, I know, like, it has nothing to do with them being crazy. I'm the crazy one. It's that. <laughs> It's just, I didn't want to be embarrassed. I was yeah. tired of being ashamed and it was vulnerable. You know, when you're a woman in your late thirties, people really do alienate you. It doesn't matter what you look like, how smart you are, what you've accomplished. People think you're weird when you're single and it sucks. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not a woman, obviously. Um, I mean, maybe on the inside a little, but in, for the most part, I'm not. And I'm, but I'm a single gay guy. So I get that because my friends are mostly you know, even the gay friends, all of us, everyone's partnered up and having babies. And so, like, once I didn't get invited to a wedding because I was single. And I was like, "That's you're one of my That's best bonkers. friends. Or, like, and the, they were the like, no plus one invites. Yes. And she said no plus one. And I was like, excuse I'm not going. you. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, so when I would rude. get those, I was like, I made a rule. I'm not going. 
I once went yeah, to a wedding. I, I went to a wedding in rural Michigan, and during the service, it was like a Catholic service, and so it was like this very. It was sort of a conservative church, and the priest was like, "And now let us pray for those who've lost loved ones, and let us pray." For those who are ill, and let us pray for those who are single. And I was how like, "Excuse me!" How I was dare. like, "How dare!" I was single at the time, and I was like, "I am getting out of here." Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Do you do? Uh, are you working on anything outside of Family Karma for TV? Like, what kind of projects do you have I swirling have around? I have my comedy tour coming up. I just performed at Caroline's tour. on Broadway. Oh my God! How, How was did that? It that go? place is I closing. You, you snuck in right before it closed. Yes, I I know, right? Like two weeks before, I'm like, did it close because of me? <laughs> they're closing. Why are they they're still closing. having? Are they, they still can't having... afford the rent? I think. So they're not going to just move. Come on, they're going to move. I'm sure oh, okay. they're going to move. Okay. I don't know where. Okay, so it's not about but... Caroline. So yes, that's well, awesome. How was so... it? It was amazing. I had a full house. I did Great. my first, imagine having your first set at Caroline's like thirty minutes die. straight. Thirty minutes. You had a thirty minutes set. Thirty minutes. What? Yeah, that, that is Joey crazy. Gorga. They said I was funnier. Oh, good. Well, well yeah. I would hope so. Well, a pencil eraser really is funny. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say this is a low bar. My fish but, is know. funnier than Joey. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm so glad that you're doing that. So you're going to go on a full tour? Where are you going? Are you going to do like the full on get in the car and drive with other comics around? Maybe a like plane. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always ask comics because there's, I would be a plane too, for sure. Yeah. I'm not a car person, but man, a lot of those comics, will, it, it's like a little clown car, you know, five people driving around from city to yeah. city and then they just pop out all smelling like Cheetos and, you know, probably B.O. and just show up at the club and do their thing. Yeah. Maybe 10 years ago, but now it's like champagne, you know. How is it? I joke I married rich. <laughs> I like to joke I married rich. Atta girl. Yeah. How was BravoCon for you, though? You mentioned it just now. Like, what was oh that experience gosh. like? Such a surreal experience because being like the newbies, you know, you're going against like Kyle Richards and, you mm -hmm. know, K-Drop. Like, how am I competing here? Except <laughs> everyone knew who we were and we were at the Gansport that's the hotel we were staying at and there were all these Bravo fans like just camped out every day and you know I'd have Taylor Armstrong walk in front of me and you know you're thinking well okay everyone's screaming Taylor no one's gonna scream my name and that's okay people were screaming my name and I remember Vishal told me don't go out there like there you're gonna get mobbed you know out into the Javits Center I was like yeah I don't believe you Sure enough, we went out and like got mobbed. There was a Family Karma bar. I mean, Bravo wow. did a lot for Family Karma. They had a whole section and we had our bar with our Indian cocktails and life-size posters of us. It was pretty incredible. And I got to meet every Bravo celebrity you could imagine, like all my Bravo dreams come true. Who were your, your favorites? Who, yeah, yeah who did you get favorite? to meet? You know, it's so hard hard to pick but if we're going with OGs just someone who has a presence like it was more her presence and her aura and I didn't expect this but Luann like Luann oh, is yes. just a stunning goddess like she's just ethereal like in person and she is it was so nice of course I said hello to Sonia Morgan but seeing Luann in person like she's a vision 
Yeah. She's a true yeah, I mean, she is like my favorite Real Housewife of all time. I mean, I think she's just, she's done it all. She's gone to prison. She has a cabaret show. She released <laughs> a book about manners. She slept with a pirate. Like, I, I, I can only hope such a trajectory on every other reality star. <laughs> was there anyone who surprised you at, at BravoCon? Jane was pretty fucking amazing. Oh, yeah? Um, That's what you can curse. It's okay. Okay, yeah. I went up to her. I went up to her and, you know, I just said, hi, I'm Anisha. I'm from Family Karma. It's the Indian show on Bravo. <laughs> and she was like, nice to meet you. And she was just very, like, business. Uh-huh. Like, she didn't come to play. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, she's very, yeah. Like, very, like, serious, but kind. But, like, yeah, she wasn't going to joke. Because I'm, like, a jokester. And <laughs> I made some jokes with the other wives. But Erica Jane was just, like, handshake, like, nice to meet you, like, we're here for business. And I'd say the MVP was Heather Gay. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like she's great in person. All around, just a loving, fun person that's kind to everyone. But, you know, I saw Phaedra. I saw Marlo. Like, all these divas. And they're exactly who they are in person. They have, like, <laughs> 20 people in their posse. You know, mm -hmm. Shahs, Golnessa. Uh, Reza, MJ, they're amazing. Saw them. Anyone you can imagine, I saw them. It was iconic. Were there any Bravo Bravo stars that like came up to you? Were like, oh my god, I love Family Karma. Yeah, everyone from Salt Lake City loves our show. Really? They know our show, and you know, shockingly, Hoda, like the uh, Hoda, Hoda, <laughs> love like, it. She like waved at me, and she like knew who I was. No big old I'd smile. Like to think, I'd like to think she knew who I was. <laughs> Tegan, you know, I didn't think she knew who we were. She was, you know, aware of our show. She was front row. Uh, hit it off with Brandy Glanville. And then I went oh, on okay. her podcast. Got a lot of heat for what I said on her podcast, but that's okay. Oh, really? What did you, well, you don't need to get in, heat, in the heat again. It's okay. I don't mind, you know, because I, I said, I hate men. Men are trash, but I had to try marriage once. <laughs> what? Who you got in trouble that? for that? Who listens yeah, to Brandy like, Glamour? Why did you get married? Like your poor husband. I'm like, uh, have you not watched Family Karma? Clearly, you haven't. First of all, I believe in monogamy and long term partnership. Signing a piece of paper means nothing to me. And me and my husband did that for society and for the boomers, our boomer parents. Yeah. And people didn't like that. It's like, I understand for some people, marriage is like a sacred institution. And I think. That's a relationship, but the paper, the actual signing papers and the institution, like, I don't know what it means anymore. Just, I'll tell you the important institution, the prenup. Okay, now there's a piece of paper I'm into. Bring me that one. I just don't understand, like, listening to Brandy Glanville and then being shocked that you hear something that's, like, sort of, you know, like, <laughs> salacious. Not even salacious. It's, like, literally not even salacious. But, like, being offended by anything that would happen on Brandy Glanville's show. Yeah, and, and exactly. And, you know, even Brandy was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You, you halted her. I like that. Yeah, she didn't know what to say when I was like, I hate men. <laughs> Did you see any scandals or anything like that happening? Did you see any of the tea being spilled at BravoCon? Like, who got I, sloppy? Um, I mean... I don't know if you watched the Legends Ball that aired. Oh yeah, we saw a little bit of it. We saw that, the that um, tie, like watch what happened. Morgan falling, and then Ramona, and then Teresa, like all the little like wars. That was all real. Wow. I was hoping they would have Kathy and Kyle. <laughs> 
Oh gosh, the Beverly Hills cast holds back too much. You know, they're all they're the, Erica Jane's probably the coldest, but it seems like they all have that level of holding back. You know, yeah. like yeah. this is what we'll put on the show, and this is what's for real life, and it's not yeah. for you. Have you thought about like maybe starting a feud with the Bravo celebrity just for the fun of it? Maybe for like, no, like raise the profile. See, I'm not one, and you see that this season. If there's no real feud, I'm not going to start something just to start something and. Maybe that's not how it works but on like, TV, but what for if we me, like, I just can't. What if we like pull like a name out of a hat and be like, okay, Anisha, your assignment for this next six months is to start a feud with this person on Bravo. And then just like, you just go, you just do it and like, and see what, what I would want. What I would want is for them to do like a real girls trip, like minus the housewives. If it's housewives, great. Like they're on there, but I'm not a housewife. So real girls trip with mm-hmm. some like millennial liberties, like Candace. Dr. Nicole mm. Martin, me. Right. Like, throw some millennials on an island. Well, and they, they ask you to go on to, like, Winter House. If they ask you to go to Winter House, because Winter House seems to be where they're sending people from various shows of, like, the younger shows. Yeah. Would you go into Winter House? Absolutely. But your husband would have to come or something bad would happen because that shows, you know, all about But But, yeah, I, that's what I was like. Winter House, like, yeah, what would I do there? Because, like, I'm happily married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah, but there should be Bravo will hopefully start coming out with a lot more shows like that because they do so well. I love watching all of those shows the and mixing up them. So fun! That show, The Traders, looks really good. Oh my god, I can't wait for that. Brandy's yeah. on it. Reza's on it. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, actually, I have a Kyle. question going back to Family Karma. Have you gotten any sort of response from like the larger Indian community, like people saying things like "This is so great" or like "This doesn't represent us at all"? How dare you? No, every single South Asian that's come my way is so grateful that we're showcasing our culture and, you know, we're coming on as regular people. You know, we're not, none of us are, you know, the typical stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us went to med school. Like, we're just, right. <laughs> we're just living life. And, you know, we're talking about real things, like in our culture it's taboo to go to therapy, you know, and Mm. Vishal is talking about going to therapy in season two and dating online and kissing and all of that stuff. It's, you know, I think we're doing big things for the culture. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely think so. I think it's, I think it's fantastic that, that there is that representation on Bravo. Really? Like it's like nowhere else on reality. Like you said, we're annoying because everyone loves us. (laughs) <laughs> but that's a good thing. You know, it's refreshing and it's calming to watch something that is just because, you know, the drama does build, too, because we haven't been recapping it, but we're still watching every week. And I'm like, really, Rishi? Really? Is anybody believing this? Like, are we as anybody? And I get so mad, you know, and then he has the nerve to go up to uh, Amrit and be like, yeah, bro really you going and talking about you don't get to do that you're not part of this group sir you don't get to go and like be mad at the man because he didn't give you a heads up you're obviously lying and cheating so what the hell you know so it does build where you do get really mad but it's still in such an innocent way compared to i mean god if you watch salt lake city i, I don't mean, know geez, i think different, i think a different there's different ways of there's different communication styles because if that was me it wouldn't be like calm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, I guess the communication style was, you know, I'm bringing it on camera, which is which was kind of a shady move when he was like, I'm just going to bring this all to the brunch. 
But then on the other hand, you guys have to do that because you're on a TV show. So what do you do? How much are the producers yep. in your ear, by the way? I'm like, are please they? be in my ear. Please help me. <laughs> 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 no, everything's pretty much what you see is what you get with us. There is, I think you feel that too. Do you, did you feel during that whole like Rishi thing that like, like, I, like, damn, I wish I was there because I feel like no one's noticing this or no one's noticing that or you just want to talk some sense to someone. Did you because you were not really there for I, any of that. I had a lot of thoughts in my head, but you have to understand my position already in the past few years because, you know, seasons come and go, but it's really been years with Monica. And especially with this, like even on Twitter, people are like, maybe Anisha started the rumor. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's like you know so being in that situation i for one did not want to be the one to start having opinions yeah well yeah and if you had gone to her that could have gone very differently you know because people do so i can shoot speak the for myself there are like, a lot of dead messengers in the world but you're going to see me start yapping because i can't keep quiet <laughs> Oh, I'm glad because good. I feel like I was I was I finished the latest episode and I was like, wait a second. I feel like there was like no Anisha on that you episode. See, yeah, I wasn't in it, but you'll see why. Good. But You're not justice. Me if, justice if you for Anisha. See that, well, if you see, you know, the past few seasons, I would say I was definitely quiet about the situation because, you know, in the past, I've just been crucified for, you know, a joke. So. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to be anywhere near this, but once it starts becoming a group discussion, you know, then you'll see how I feel. What yeah. do you think about the whole holding back on signing the wedding license or the marriage license, even though that was my first question? Like, are you even legally married? Like, we all just flew to your wedding. Mm -hmm. You're mad that I didn't come for all the days, uh, but you're not legally then married. Then you're not yeah. even married. I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, normally I'd be like, oh, I don't love this idea of like some sort of like negotiation. Like you guys got married. You guys basically got married. So just signed a document, whatever. But I did think it was actually really terrible that he got so wasted that he did not spend his wedding night with his wife. I think that was actually like I'm actually giving Rich a space to sort of be and angry she's, right she's now. She's getting a lot of hate, I think, online. But I feel like she's coming from the point of view like she's worried about his health. Right. Because now, yeah, now yeah that changes husband, it. Technically. Yeah. So, I mean, your wedding day happens once, hopefully. Like, sleep with your wife. Yeah. In the same also, room. Um, and speaking of Richa, um, you know, a, a personal icon for me is Lopa. And I would love to know, like, how you feel about Lopa. Is Lopa, like, the, the, the amazing, you know, Lopa that that we see on TV. Yes, she's like that at all times. Because I love her. <laughs> she terrifies me. Lopa she's is like Lopa at all at times. All times. <laughs> but she was very kind to me, you know, with, with my new relationship. Like, she was so... You're on her good side. Me. I, I'm on her good side. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So what are you going to do to intro your man to everybody? Are you going to have like an intro party? Well, I'm having a big reception. Oh, okay. I am Did having you... a reception in the spring. Good. Right on. Yeah, yeah, I am doing my whole thing. It's just 
I know this sounds so lame, but we had to schedule our proposal and we had to schedule the wedding. <laughs> and every time he comes, he's got 24 <laughs> hours. So the first time he came, he met my parents. And even that took a while because I didn't even want him to meet my parents. And you know, my mom, my mom was like, don't introduce me to anyone until you're at the altar. Like, <laughs> that's what she was saying. So while everyone's mad at me for not introducing, you know, my then boyfriend on the show, I even say it, but you know, no one wants to see those parts on the show. Bravo's showing you everything. He hadn't even met my grandparents. Wow, wow that's and a trip. Is, is your mom still shading you about pizza, about loving pizza so much? Yeah, my mom's now her new thing. It's really annoying. She's like, oh, you're married now. Like, you can't leave so much. <laughs> but I'm like, we're a millennial couple. Like, we're both getting paid. Like, we both have jobs. Like, mom, yeah. it's not like that anymore. Yeah. You're you know, my survive. mom's in her 60s, right? So she's like, you should stay with your husband. You shouldn't be on a plane every other week. I'm like, mm -hmm. but then I'm just home alone. Right. Yeah. And are you feeling pressure? Because, you know, after everybody asks you for years and years about the marriage thing, then comes the baby thing. Are you getting attacks with that? Not when you're geriatric and you froze your eggs. People don't even know how to handle that. They're just like, okay. God, like, I hate luck. that Hope term. you can have them. <laughs> yeah. You're also on Bravo, so you're totally fine to have kids in your 50s. You know, yeah. that's how it rolls on Bravo. And by the way, I said I hate men. I'd like to say I hate straight men. Oh, yeah. We're with you. Totally. Yeah. Listen, we're with, we're with you. And look, totally I don't fine. hate we don't hate all straight men, but look, you know, I think one thing that we, we have in common is that we've all had to kind of deal with straight men, you know? That, yeah. that's and what bonds us. had terrible experiences. Everyone's like, Oh, you must have had trauma like on the brandy. Because that's the clip they <laughs> that her podcast posted as well. Because, you know, of course. Yeah. So I was like, no, I didn't have any trauma with men, actually. I've just seen it's what like you men went to a Best Buy in my life. You went to a Best Buy once and you had a man explain every single electronic to you. That was the thing. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's all that happened. And I'm sorry I'm on here with this, like, hideous this. But there's what are you nothing. Talking about? I don't see anything, actually. I know, but you I know, like, anything. I like to call things out before the public does. I oh, it. yeah. Like, I'm like I that in real life. come here like this. Yeah, I walk out just like, okay, I'm fat, and um, I'm really <laughs> loud, and, you know, I just get it all out of I'm the like way so I can feel comfortable. I'm Thank like you. an allergy commercial. I'm like, <laughs> I come yeah. in all sunny, but then I'm like, here's some side effects of me. I've got a hunchback, <laughs> I've gained some weight, and I popped as it here, but it's left a mark. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's really good talking to you. This was really fun, and thanks for coming on and talking to us. I felt like it was easy. You didn't grill me at all. I'm like, really? Well, I mean, well got, we usually just kind of let you. About? Yeah, we just kind of <laughs> let you open up and give us some shit if you want to. We're really not very good, Barbara Walters. We're yeah. more like check in with us if you ever want to talk crap about somebody. Yeah, you know? we just like to just talk some shit or whatever. I don't so know. So any like... crap, any crap you'd like yeah, to okay, talk so, about yeah, anybody? Who's the worst? <laughs> well, I know we're talking about Bravo. Like no one's the. I can't say anyone's the worst because everyone I met, I really think. You know, they understand the assignment and things happen when you're filming that are fucking annoying and there's nothing you can do. Like, you're going to see, like, the worst of our reactions. And then you meet people at BravoCon and we're like, you're, you're, you're a normal human. Yeah. Yeah. You're That's a human being. Really? Because I've never met anybody from Bravo that I think that about. Do you think I it's mean, normal? I saw yeah. these people at, like, 6 a.m., no makeup, sweats. Okay, I definitely yeah. felt like 
because we go in on our podcast on so many bravo celebrities because honestly like i like with family karma you know our bread and butter is when people are super deluded and you guys seem by and large like not too deluded have you met our parents (laughs) well but it's like (laughs) they would never let us feel famous even for like three seconds (laughs) they're gonna bring you down yeah real quick yeah yeah, so it's like hard for us to really go in on you guys, but we go in really hard on people on other shows too. And then we meet them in real life and they're like they're chill. Brandy Glanville, we did her podcast a few years ago. Brandy Glanville, to go yeah. In on her. I she mean, was a do. lot different, but she didn't listen to, so that's another thing. She didn't come from the experience of like having listened to us go in on her. So she was just like, Oh hey, who are you? You guys are nice, you know. So she was really cool actually yeah. in yeah. real life. But, oh, my God, could you imagine if she'd actually heard any of that stuff? She would have beat the crap out of us. I don't know. I feel like you have to take the good with the bad. And I said Indian parents are the biggest trolls. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm Lebanese. I learned to be a smart ass from, you know, from the family. Yeah. It's a a different. I know it's not Bravo related. I just want to know, like, your thoughts on Harry and Meghan. You know, I haven't watched their special yet, though. I watched it. I binged it it? yesterday in 2x speed just because everyone was talking about it. What were your outtakes from it? Well, I do understand why people don't like her because she means well, but then the things that she's saying are just like preposterous. She does come off as, um, and I've said this to you before just talking to them, this like kind of snot. She has this like snotty country club lady demeanor about her that sometimes when she'll say things i'm like oh i kind of cringe yeah. but then reading all the stuff that they're going through online i'm team her but then they were racist like the yeah. palace yes. was racist so it's like but she's still getting you know beat up i think in the press oh and my god everything i read it's like they can't say any she can't be like you know what i really love potted plants People are like, F her, and she, yeah, you know, I hate, the I hate queen would have loved plants if you hadn't murdered her. I'm like, oh my exactly. God. Like, and then yeah. Bethany, really oh, well. quick, like, huge fan, and now I'm also like, why are you turning into a psychopath? Like, what are you doing? Like, she just is, stop. She has, like, turned the corner. She is, she's become a parody of herself. She's everything she used to make fun of on, like, the early seasons of Roni, but I'm like, I'm just endlessly fascinated by her, and I kind of want her to come back onto The Real Housewives of New York. I think she should be part of the reboot, because no matter how much of a monster she's turned into, she has always just been a gaping wound. Like, she just, well, she's just happy to bear her pain for all of us, and I'm fascinated by that. Absolutely. I thought it was really interesting. I think it's interesting watching her over the years, because first of all, she's always been this person. She's always been arrogant. She's always been, she's always been all of those things. I think it's just interesting now that she's one of those people that really does have it all. I mean, she sold everything to, you know, she's a zillionaire. She's successful. She's one of the biggest, um, most popular people who's ever been on Bravo. Everybody liked her. I mean, I've had my ups and downs, but I still love Bethany for what she's brought over the years. She's hilarious, but she doesn't seem to know, like, she still has to tell you constantly, like, I'm the best. I'm the best. My podcast is the best. Everyone listens to me. I started. I'm like, do you have to have started podcast to like have a podcast you don't have to have invented it to still have a good one you know like calm down we think you're great did you watch the watch what happens live with her and jeff lewis i did and i'm a huge like og day one jeff lewis fan yeah i know he triggers a lot of people but i see a lot of him i see a lot of myself in him to be honest 
just you don't see much of that on the show. Maybe you do, but I like back in the early days, I just identified with him because he's just says it like it is, mm-hmm. and it's not always nice, but you know he's not lying. Right. Yeah, and but- I feel like he called her out. Like someone finally put her in her fucking place. And I, her I thought reaction, it was great chemistry, actually. Her reaction was just like so freaked out. It was hilarious. And that crazy like, cackle at the end. Yes, yeah. and just the you know just a, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and just like kind of freaking out. And then apparently they had a phone call, and he apologized. But then after the phone call, she went back on her podcast and said like. He was a he was like a jerk and blah 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 and he's like wait I thought we just apologized and she's like well I thought about it after and then I was mad <laughs> oh god like okay yeah. I, I mean saw... they basically just sold a show together that's what I think they did because honestly they they had great like, and they both have chemistry. that interior design like real estate connection they could be on a show together super alphas like no way. That, that was actually I thought it was I thought it was pretty amazing the two I'd watch no that way. I mean look at all this that they're having to go through just from doing a watch what happens together and he was saying little smart assy things to her but he was just saying things that people have been saying online you know what I mean and she just went like she just kind of lost it and i saw where she, i saw the tiktok where she was saying oh you know what jeff lewis like you know what he came for me i didn't think it was a big deal but then everyone told me it was a big deal so then i started getting upset by it and he's trying to make nice with me and so we texted and he apologized he's a good person you know what he came to me he apologized that's it he said bethany you're the best you're the most amazing thank you for inventing podcasts or whatever <laughs> and then i saw jeff's take on his show or he basically told the story she did. So after that, you're saying she went back on her show and yeah, said he, he was... Yeah, on her new Rewives <laughs> podcast. But, you know, there's a lot of people. And I think that's why you see me, you know, not say too much this season is also because, you know, if you can dish it, you have to take it. And I'm taking a lot because I do dish it a lot. So I think this is a season you see me maybe, maybe I'm just taking it a little. Yeah, licking some wounds a little bit. Yeah, yeah like I think you know, especially for women, women get it really hard. But like when women dish it, they get it comes back. I feel like threefold yeah, compared to men. And I, I feel like she couldn't take it. She can't. Well, she. No, I think she Fra- can't Bethany take is it. fragile. She is fragile as fuck. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's she's so fascinating how she's sort of really hardened. I feel like ever since she's really decided to make her brand be that she's a business. I'm in business. I'm a businesswoman. Okay, I'm on the Shark Tank. Like she has like. <sighs> like an armor around her that's cr- and she looks crazy and it's and i think it's like sad it's like a fairy tale or one of those movies where then you see a flashback to their innocent lives like a soap opera almost you know yeah absolutely but you know yeah. more power to her she's <laughs> more clearly winning Anthony. yeah she still keeps it interesting you know what i mean so i love watching her i don't think those two could ever do a show together though i just don't see it happening did you ever watch a show that she did with frederick from yeah, but, oh. but, but I couldn't deal with that one. It was awkward, right? It yeah, was so awkward. Chemistry. It was beyond chemistry. It was just mean. I mean, yeah. she got she was just trying to ruin this guy, you know. So not, not, it just became the biggest, ugliest mess, you know. Yeah. And of course, it's Frederick too. So he's one of the most obnoxious people in the world. But he was to me, oh my god, I can't believe she said this to me. <laughs> you know, and it became this. <laughs> She was just vile to him, you know. Yeah. And Jeff, you can't just be vile to Jeff. He's not going to get oh, just go cry in a corner, no. you know. No. So it would be. I think there would be too much blood on the walls, you know. And they're trying to sell these places. 
Do yeah. you think Andy knew that? Do you, or do you think Watch What Happens knew that? They were like, let's have Bethany think, on because we know that they, Jeff is going to gonna call no, her out on her shit. I think they all went into it like, we're all BFFs. This is going to be like super like fun and we're going to shoot the shit together and talk shit together. And instead, like Jeff pulled a wild card, like, I'm going to talk shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Andy did too. You know, Andy was like coming from the same place Jeff did, it seemed to me that they were just surprised that she wasn't owning anything because yeah, like one of the questions it. was, in. yeah, like you came, mm -hmm. you've, you've always said that these ladies doing these podcasts are ridiculous. And here you are with a body. And it's like, well, you know, it's my right to do a podcast. And I've never said that. And, uh, and she didn't really own any of the stuff. Yeah. And so it's just started spinning out from there. Cause they're both like, ah, but she did say it. Yeah, so, I think she's was, she's getting enough heat on the social platforms. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like such clear bullshit when she was trying to describe why she unfollowed. That uh, was, that, I mean, uh, Kyle. Like, that doesn't make sense. That's your friend. It just didn't make any sense. And that's where that's where Jeff really perked up, right? Because like, yeah. if if like if you're gonna say that you tell it like it is, and you're Bethany Frankel, and then you're gonna give an obvious line of bullshit, like Jeff Lewis is gonna. He, that's like. That's just like giving a big old treat. He just can't resist. He's gonna have to. He's gonna go yeah. in on that, you know. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've taken enough of your time. It was yeah. so good talking to you. Hopefully, we can catch up with you again. Absolutely. Yeah, Thanks for having you. me. I love your show, and you know, keep it going. We love it. Thank you so much. And Thanks. send us your tour dates when you have them all. Absolutely. We'll, we'll uh, plug them and try and get to one. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks. Have we'll a talk safe to you play. soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Aaron Kastner. We love him madly, it's Kyle Pod Chadley. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.